Hello, I am Christopher Coles II, and you are listening to On the Road to Perfection, a podcast produced by Wholly Owned and Operated. This podcast was created by my parents, Beth and Christopher Coles, as a way to share our Catholic faith with you, to teach you about the Catholic faith, and to let you know that they struggle and fall at times as well. With over 60 years of combined experience, and with a couple of impressive degrees, they wish to share with you what they know about faith, morals, faith and reason, and 80s music. On the Road to Perfection is completely unedited and unscripted, so you get to hear exactly what I have heard all my life, including the ums and ahs that go with it. My mom and dad have been teaching me this for over two decades, and I am glad you get a glimpse of what I get every day. I hope you learn as much as I have from them, and now, from Wholly Owned and Operated, On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast, by my mom and dad, Beth and Christopher Coles. Jesus, for today, for our life, for your life, for your life in us. We praise you and glorify you and hope that our words and actions will will do that, will um, be our prayer to you at all times. And we ask you to send your Holy Spirit upon us while we walk and talk, that what we have to say is a blessing to our listener and um, help us and them grow in faith, hope, and love. In your most holy name, amen. Amen. For these and all his mercies, God's holy name be praised. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I almost forgot our family prayer. I stumbled. That's weird. Well. My brain was thinking something else. Oh, I said. Well, I was, you were halfway through, I think, before I said, oh, maybe I should pay attention to the prayer instead of the whatever stuff's in my own head. Look at my pretty flowers. They've bloomed. I know. Wow. Yep. That's so impressive. Yep. Put a picture of our flowers up on our website so that people can see what we're talking about. I'll take the picture, honey bunny. I like your Esmeraldas. They're Esperanza. Not Esmeralda. Yellow bells. Lantana and Mexican heather. Is the lantana these ones? Yeah. Is the Mexican heather still bloomed? Yeah. I can't see too. Oh yeah, there it is. Doing pretty, pretty nicely. I'm kind of expecting them to be little bushes. We'll see. Hmm. I'm not exactly sure. Anyhow, what are we talking about today? Um, I thought we would talk about original sin. Oh, that's a deep one. Hmm? That's a deep one. A neat one? Deep. A deep one. 
deep. You can't tell because I was scratching my ear. Oh, okay. <laughs> too loud. <laughs> Hi there. Who are we waving to? Oh, Jesse. over there. That is. I think his name is Jesse. Yeah. Nathaniel says no, his name is Jesse. No, it was JR. No, JR is the dad. Oh, that's, oh, that's I got the boy. it. Uh, I got it. <sighs> Original sin. We've all got it. Yep. Next. <laughs> all right, so next I thought we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, I think. Original, what about original sin, sin can be, and and probably is confusing to a lot of folks, and it was to me. Yeah. Um, for a while, and I know it isn't, you know, super covered in RCIA. And and uh, you know, and even in you know faith formation, it can kind of be glossed over, you know. Can be because it it can be confusing for for kids, and yeah. particularly confusing for kids if the if the parents or the catechists don't really understand it. Yeah. And so. I think for the parent or catechist, you know, maybe a, some good examples or understandings. My understanding, of course, if my understanding is incorrect, uh, if it is in conflict with the magisterium, I defer to the magisterium. Yes, <laughs> um, me too. You know, um, but you know, the the. The basic question is, why should I be held accountable for Adam and Eve's sin? And that very question implies a misunderstanding of original sin. Yes. Um, we are not being punished for our parents' uh, sin. Nope. We are experiencing the effect of their sin. Right. And so I want to give a little analogy. Okay. Uh, 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 for original sin, to put it in some sort of context that makes it understandable, I suppose. Okay. And that is. And I think particularly something for that parents would understand. Um, let's look at inheritance. Okay? okay. You've got, let's say you and I have all the money in the world, all the money in the the, the universe. Okay. We are trillion, gazillion, quadillion, bagillion, oogalooogalillionaires. Okay. And, you know, when you have children, what do you, what do you do? And, you know, when you're going to die, you pass it on, right? Yep. Okay. I'm walking slowly today. My okay. sciatic is acting up. That's, that's great. I wish 
We walked slowlier every day. <laughs> um, so we see something we think is really cool and it's going to cost everything we've got. But we're like, oh, but that's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. So we spend it. Yep. And then we got nothing left to pass on. Except the really cool thing that we bought with it. Right. That we, yeah. So, so what do the kids inherit? The thing. Yeah. They don't inherit any of the wealth, the riches. Right. Okay. Um, and the thing turns out to be useless. Correct. And, and worthless. Correct. So they really don't even get that. Right. Um, like cryo-freezing ourselves. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now uh, the kids got nothing. But they got to live with that. Yep. They got to live with the fact that they got nothing. And they got to work towards, if they want to have again, they got to do what's necessary to get that back. So uh, original sin is when Adam and Eve gave up paradise. They disobeyed God, which made them not perfectly good. Right. And anything that wasn't perfectly good can't be in paradise, right? Right. And can't be in the garden. Right. So you got to go. Yep. You got to go. Yep. And all they could do is continue to teach their children and pass on to them whatever they've got. Because you can't give what you ain't got, right? Right. So all they've got is imperfect. Right. And well, we all want back in the garden, right? I do. Yeah. And we all want in heaven. I do. So the our uh, our lives are or should be centered on all that is good, being and doing all that is good, so that we can get back into that place which can only hold things that are all good. So our inheritance was spent, and now we are working <laughs> to put into our spiritual bank account, or whatever you want to call it, to fill that space with goodness instead of right now it has nothing as which is the that original sin the effect of that original sin is having is not having the good okay i'm going to uh, i'm going to adjust the analogy a little bit or i'm going to point out the A couple of things. Um, we can't gain that goodness back by anything that we do. Right. No, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying that. 
I'm not okay. I'm not saying that we are disposing ourselves to a a goodness, a perfection, if you are to or to being open to it, or whatever you may you may call it. It's not like we're trying to buy a ticket back into the Garden of Eden. Right. You because that's the the only way back in is through through Jesus and um, the salvation that he offers us. Right. And, and baptism is, is that, that sure sign, effective sign that, that gets rid of the original sin. Right. It washes it away. So, and yet we're still in an environment that is habitually turning away from God. Right. Because that's the, what we've been doing for since they ate right. of the fruit of the tree of knowledge and good and evil. Right. So, yeah, the 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 work that we do is cooperating with the goodness, the grace that's offered freely. Um, because God didn't didn't want the garden to be closed. Right. That's um, what he's he's always been offering this. Free. He offered that, to Adam and Eve freely. Yeah. So the yeah. Okay. So. Okay. So. Okay. So. Um. I don't know what else to. Well, what I, are the other? Sorry, I'm. Not. No, I just think it's a it's a fair analogy to to express that we're not we're not dealing with we're not paying the price for something that someone else did. We are suffering the consequences. So that's what original sin is: is the yeah. consequence of the original sin. And we see that all the time. You know, the the innocent suffering for the wrong choices of the perpetrators of whatever right. wrong choices there were. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we're, as every human born on earth has original sin, all of us are innocent, yet suffering from that that choice that our first parents made. And I think everybody can think of a, a bad choice that somebody else made that we ended up dealing with the consequences. Right. Right? Yeah. Some more devastating than others, obviously. Yeah. Um, but in a, in a real sense, every single actual sin that we commit, somebody else suffers a consequence because of our sin. Correct. Whether we recognize that or not, we don't know what ripples our actions or inaction or inaction take. Right. You know, good we, or bad. We don't you know. know all I, of it, we don't know all of it. We can see some of it, sure. Um, so, so that's a way to also understand original sin is that 
you know, it, it was Adam and Eve's actual sin that we're all, you know, yeah, but now. I, but I think that that still causes the question to be asked, well, why am I accountable to that? You're why doesn't not, why doesn't why doesn't God realize that they're the ones who did it? Why do I have to suffer because of it? Well, why did Christ suffer? Um, yeah, but for the, for a parent the, answering a kid's question, right? That's, you so know, I don't know so, why did Christ suffer. I don't think that was fair either. You know, yeah, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, fairness versus justice. Um. Hi, Mark's dog. Hello. <laughs> Shaved poodle. Yeah. I, I'm embarrassed um, for you. It's okay. Yeah. The other dog uh, didn't say in a way. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, you know, I, I could probably answer a lot of this a lot better if I'd have been prepared for it and brushed up on, on it. <laughs> Well, um, you know, but I will say that the catechism has some really great stuff to say about it. That's really, it makes sense. So please, you know, if, if you're not, I'm, I'm going to go back and read the catechism now on original sin. Um, but, so, well, I, I just think, you know, I, the, the, you know, your child, whether, you know, 18 months or 18 years or 38 years old or whatever says I'm not down with this because I don't think I should be accountable for Adam and Eve's sin and we have to have an answer that's acceptable and say look you know your your mom and I are you know we're working real hard to to build a better life for you we're putting stuff away in retirement and stuff and you know when we die, we hope there's some that we'll give that you know we can give to you. Well, if we spent all that, then you'd be stuck with the consequences. You'd have to pay for our funeral. You'd have to pay all our remaining bills. You'd have to figure out all this you know sort of stuff. You know, so we have we will have spent your inheritance, and that's kind of what Adam and Eve did. They spent our inheritance, so we're dealing with that because you know God told them to be fruitful and multiply and then they went ahead and dissed him and so they left the garden and were fruitful and multiplied now if they had had children in the garden of Eden before they left the children could well still be there Mm-hmm. You know, or before they sinned. Right. And, um, you know, and they, you know, so. Yeah. So they, you know, spending that inheritance, I think, is a good analogy that might allow for, you know, kids to grasp it, uh, even adults like me, <laughs> to grasp it and be able to explore it from that perspective or context you know, without getting, you know, all Augustine or Aquinas, okay. you know. Okay. I just, you know. It's a good analogy for 
an analogy. You know, I mean, every analogy is going to have Yeah, particularly you know, dealing with issues of, of, of faith so. because God can't be boxed in by words, right. you know. But I'm not so perturbed or preoccupied or concerned about God's justice if I recognize that they have spent our inheritance, not that he's... Instead, you know, because original sin used to feel like God's punishing me for what they did. Mm. Okay. And... You know, I mean, if that's it, then, you know, it's a short... Yep. It's a, it's a short walk but I don't want to be the the, the source and and as I said I'm you know well, like I said I don't I I'm if, if, if it's I'm, well and we can have a more theological one at some other time yeah but you know if I if I'm in in error or in conflict with the magisterium obviously I defer to the magisterium I presume that uh, you know my my analogy can be given the you know the hey you know that that works it doesn't hold up under you know deep scrutiny but you know it's kind of like using the the shamrock to teach kids the the trinity yeah that Does, doesn't hold it, up either it, no you're right it, it doesn't hold up but for some you know first and second graders yeah it's, it, it, it it gets a start look, there's three you know? and one okay yeah, yeah. I, I get it yeah you know and I'm a popular person today. You are. Um, and so, you know, because we all have these struggles that we struggle with in, in terms of understanding the, um, or, or, or having a foundation from which to understand the deeper, uh, the deeper beauty of our faith. And, and I know that why am I being punished for Adam and Eve's sin is a stumbling block. I mean, it was, for me, it was, my misunderstanding of it was, and it's, um, you know, it's something that comes up in inquiry in RCIA classes and, sure. and stuff. So, that is a little dog. It is a little dog. I didn't see him until... He was, that tire was his background. <laughs> it is a chihuahua. <laughs> so, but I like having the conversation that we just pop out, you know. Yeah. yeah. As opposed um, to, hey, honey, what are we going to talk about next week? You know, yeah. Well. Oh, well, let me look that up and we'll figure it out. Yeah. My brain is in other other places than original sin. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Like um, like that awesome VBS like that we had. Vacation oh, commercial Bible time. School. Commercial time. This is your good old cowboy Joe. So, uh, wholly owned and operated, has produced through the awesome leadership and curriculum and activity writing of one Mrs. Beth Mama Coles, uh, a vacation Bible school specifically for 
the year of St. Joseph. But it can be done any year. Well, yes, but it can. We, yeah. we did it because there weren't any vacation Bible schools centered around St. Joseph, and this is right. the year of St. Joseph. Because the Vatican just kind of, so, you know, back in December says, here in St. What? Yeah, yeah and okay. everybody's like, wow. So, but, the, but uh, anyway, go ahead. Well, I'm excited, but, you know, we're going to take too much time on our little commercial impromptu that is that it's, the, it's uh, not your average Joe. Vacation, Vacation Bible, School, Bible School, wholeyownedandoperated.com slash VBS. Yep. And uh, in fact, right now there's a thing that'll pop up right when you go to the website anyway. Yep. That'll tell you about it. There's a cool video that we got Cowboy Joe and Cowgirl, Cowgirl Joe, Joe to do for us. Yeah. Um, and explain what it is. Talking about the virtues mm -hmm. of St. Joseph. It's yep. five days uh, for for four-year-old to sixth graders yeah. um and it's it's awesome it's perfect you can actually um pre-order until may 1st so you get like 30 percent off for pre-ordering yep and we've already got sales made so you know they're gonna go fast well okay we the digital copy so yeah we'll, we'll, we'll try to keep can... the inventory up yeah you know? <laughs> right um and you get access to the Vacation Bible School specific forum on Holy Owned and Operated yep. to talk with other people, other customers, and us about you know ideas or what should I do if and, and that. Yep, sort of and stuff. there's some you know links to some other other resources that we didn't produce, but that's where you'll find those to to help you out in uh, in putting your Vacation Bible School together and making it a great yeah it's, it's pretty cool we had we had a good time doing this and even uh, bring make, the making kiddos. the logo and all that so, yeah yep. bringing the kiddos closer to saint joseph and jesus and and getting getting to know how to live the virtues in their own lives that's right all so that that's um wholly owned and operated com slash vbs yep Thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast by my parents, Beth and Christopher Coles. This podcast took time, effort, and money to create, and we ask that you visit wholeyownedandoperated.com. That's H-O-L-Y ownedandoperated.com to donate and check out the massive amounts of free stuff we have available. We are a nonprofit organization and as such are tax deductible. So please donate when you visit our website. Also, sign up for our newsletter for free. We send it out weekly to inform you of our new content and upcoming events. Once again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast created by my mom and dad and produced by Wholly Owned and Operated. God bless.